Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Today, the results of Ontario's first cap-and-trade auction are expected later on today. Now, the system, this cap-and-trade system instituted by the wind government, is aimed at lowering greenhouse gas emissions, and uh, it's supposed to be an effective way to do this. Well, we'll find out later today, I guess, won't we? Joining us to talk about this is Ian Lee from the Sprott School of Business at Carleton University. Uh, Ian, thank you so much for the time. It's good to have you with us today. My pleasure, Bill. Uh, I want to get into some of the instructive things about the, what this program is, but listen, we all want to be stewards of the environment. We all want to have a better earth for our, ourselves and for our kids and everything else. But uh, I, the simple question here, is this the best way to do it? Uh, I don't think so. Um, I've certainly read uh, everything I've put my hands on over the last you know, several years on the, on the two types, carbon tax versus cap and trade. And uh, I think it's fair to say that the majority of, um, of experts think that uh, carbon tax is a more effective and efficient tax than cap-and-trade It's more because it's more straightforward and there's less chance for gaming the system. There's, there's fewer opportunities to uh, obtain loopholes or, or obtain exemptions. A carbon tax works very much like a, a GSD tax. It's, it's added on. To every every good and service at every stage of production and is passed on through the value chain. Uh, cap and trade requires that it, it's more artificial, and I mean by artificial, it, I mean I suppose both of them are artificial in the sense that it requires the active involvement of government to establish both of them. But with cap and trade, the government sets a maximum amount of tons of GHG that can be emitted annually, and then they sell, you buy permits, basically, to pollute, uh, permits to, to produce GHG. But where the problems occur with this system is that some industries uh, lobby and say, well, no, 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 don't, don't hit us as hard as everybody else because, you know, and everybody has a good story, right? And oh, yeah. some companies are saying, well, we're competing against American companies and they don't have a carbon tax, so don't hit us as hard or don't hit us at all. So there's more opportunities, and certainly the fiscal, Eco-Fiscal Commission noted this. This is the uh, organization established by a friend of mine who's at McGill, uh, and uh, they, they studied the two systems, and there's, there's more opportunities to essentially seek uh, exemptions from the system, and, it's not, um, a, 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 and it allows more, as I said, more gaming. With a carbon tax, it's straightforward, it's transparent, everybody knows what the price is, it's added on, and that's all there is to it. So I, I think it's not the optimal system. Um, and, and then that, Bill, that this is not even addressing the larger issue that I have with both of them. And this just came out in the National Post earlier this week. Something has been well known in Ottawa that the price of carbon, the tax that has to be set on carbon to get us to change our behavior, because that's the whole point of a carbon tax. It's supposed to be. Car- it's supposed to get us to stop using fossil fuels. And the studies that have been done, and this was studies uh, by Environment Canada themselves, and that this is what the information they gave to their minister, was that the carbon tax will have to be $300 a ton, not $10 a ton. And, and this is not just known to Environment Canada. There's a very well-known professor in the West Coast, I think he's at UBC or, or Simon Fraser, one of the two. He put out a study about a year ago saying, with remarkably similar numbers, saying you won't get changing and changes in behavior until the tax becomes really, really significant. And it would be so harsh, it would be so draconian, it would essentially shut down the economy. And, and that's the dilemma 
that people are in. If you put it low so it doesn't disrupt the economy, uh, then it's not going to cause us to change our behavior. And if you set it really high to the point where we will stop buying natural gas to heat our homes and stop buying gasoline to put in our cars, then it will be at such a high price that it will literally wreck the economy. And this is the dilemma that environmentalists face and that policymakers face. And so I argue, cap and trade or carbon tax, it's, it's, it's political window dressing to make people feel better, but it's not going to address the problem. And this is the environmental experts in Environment Canada saying this. It isn't going to be high enough to cause us to change our behavior. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.